Hail the king, baby. It's me, Duke Nukem, and time for my mental breakdown. This is my mental breakdown. This is my mental breakdown! Sorry I broke down. Keep listening. You're listening to My Mental Breakdown, the podcast. This episode is made possible by The Wool Exchange. You can go to thewoolexchange.shop to see a complete breakdown of all their prices and hours. This episode is also made possible by our valued patrons at Patreon. You can go visit our Patreon page to see how you can help support the show. Do it or Caleb will stab me. Welcome, everybody, to My Mental Breakdown. I'm your host, Caleb, and alongside me, as always, is the one, the only... Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, had a crazy last, really just last few days, uh, especially with what's been going on. But, I mean, just as far as life goes, I yesterday, I was super, super sick. It was bad. Um, As one of the perks of having an autoimmune disease is some days you'll just wake up and it's like, it's just a shit show from the the moment go. Yeah. As soon as you hit you, as soon as your legs hit the floor. Yeah. You're just like, all right, well, uh, it's going to be one of those days. So like I was at work and I was like throwing up and it was bad. Um, So that's, I've. I've had a weekend. I've had a week. I could say that it's been quite a, quite a hectic week. Um, but uh, things have been going well. We uh, with the show, things have been a little haphazard as far as time. Sorry that we are waiting. It took us a few extra days to get this to you, but um, we just kind of had some scheduling conflicts over the weekend that just kind of hit us weird. And yeah, you know, things come up, and you know, we have lives unfortunately we gotta make um, it work somehow we do uh but we're still coming at you and i'm honestly almost okay with the fact that uh we had to wait because honestly i i just i'm just gonna go right into it today we're just gonna go right into it and um okay, just 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 going right into just, it and you know feet first right you just know. gotta jump head first in sometimes yeah, just and jump right uh, into it. you know i mean matt we've talked about it on the show many 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 times our current political climate, it's, it's... It's something. It's pretty tough. It's pretty rough. Something. And, uh, I mean, and it's been that way for a while now. I mean, it's been that way for a really long time. And uh, But the thing is, the events of this past weekend in Charlottesville, that just further emphasized how big the gap is in our political divide. Yeah. And uh, in, in the, in the sad thing is the gap is widening. It's getting worse. The yeah. middle is slowly deteriorating. And many seem drawn to the call of nationalism. And while some may not be racist in that ideology, I want to point that out. The danger of it is still real. And the same can be said on the left. Mm-hmm. You have 
Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, people like this who are urging the Democratic Party to move its platform farther left. And the violence of this past weekend is only going to get worse as long as that mindset continues. It will only escalate so far as we continue to push our ideologies further apart. When things like this happen, we all search for answers. We all search for reasons these things happened. We all want to connect to the dots, myself included. Mm -hmm. I did that over the weekend. I tried to connect dots and figure out why did this happen? And in doing that on Facebook, I hurt some people. To people I care about. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my intention, and I'm sorry. But, and I, I want to point this out. I was ready today to come in and go off about how the election of Donald Trump has enabled all of this to happen. And I think that it is important to note that it is a milestone or it is a marker along the roadmap of what has gotten us to this point. Right. It is a piece of what has happened. But the heart of the issue, the key piece that is brought all of this together comes back to one simple thing. It's this simple. The mentality that I am right and I have all the answers and everybody else can go take a hike. That's what it is. We refuse to try and see things from other people's perspectives. We refuse to try and understand what it's got to be like to grow up as a young minority person in this country. What it's got to be like to be in that position, to be told you're a certain way because the color of your skin. But we also don't do the same to think what it has to be like to be a young person who's not a minority in this country. To be told you have all the advantages and the pressure that puts on you Mm. all your life. We need to take a time. To sit and see things from other people's perspectives. We need to know we do not have all the answers. One of my favorite quotes of all time is from Socrates. I only know one thing, and that is that I know nothing. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the only thing that you can know for certain in this life. We, everybody on the left, everybody on the right has a lot of ideas. You need to do this with healthcare. You need to do this with, with the economy. You need to do this with the military. You need to do that with education and all this stuff. We're all just throwing shit up against the wall, hoping it sticks. We don't know. We don't have the answers. We don't. We don't know for certain that universal health care is going to fix all of these issues. We don't know that private health care is going to fix it. You can act like you know. You don't know. Let me give you an example. Think about religion for a moment. I'm a Christian. 
very devout Christian, spent my whole life as a Christian. Mm-hmm. And I could give you a long reason, a lot of really good, deep philosophical reasonings for why I believe it's true, why I believe this, and this is why I follow this. I could I could talk your ear off about it for hours about it. But I recognize that so could an Islamic individual or a Hindu person or a Jewish person or a insert religion here person. We all, none of us know. We don't have the answers. That's why it's called faith. We all have a lot of ideas. We all have a lot of hopes that this is true, that this will work. But the reality of it, if you are a person of faith, or even a person who isn't of faith, you're betting a lot that you're right. And the statistics prove with how many religions there have always been, you're probably wrong. Probably. There's no way of knowing. But you have faith, nonetheless. And that's fine. And if you can tell me that I know for certain, no, you're just trying to act like you know. And it's the same when we look at politics. We can sit here and try to act like capitalism. Capitalism is the only way. It's the only way. It's the only way. It's perfect. Unbridled capitalism. Just let the market do its thing. Or we could say that about socialism. Let socialism do its thing. Everybody needs help. Gotta let it. Gotta let it do it. We can. We can all say that all day long. But at the end, not all capitalist countries work. Not all socialist countries work. Communism is a great idea in theory. It doesn't work in practice. We are not perfect. We live in an imperfect world. And the, the more you tell yourself, you have the answers. And everybody else is the ones who are wrong. The more things like this will happen. The reason things like this continue to happen is because nobody's willing to say for a moment, I'm wrong. A young woman on Saturday lost her life because another guy who disagreed with her ran her over in a Dodge Challenger. He injured several other people as well because he disagreed with her. Now, I will say this. It's okay to condemn evil things. Nazism is evil. Racism is evil. But not everybody who's a nationalist is racist or evil. We need to understand that. We need to understand that not everybody who is super socialist and super leftist, they're not evil. They're people. Your people. We're all people. We're all human beings. 
and we're all not perfect. Paul tells us in Romans, for those of you who are Christians, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And that means that even outside of religion holds true. We're all wrong. We're all wrong. Every single one of us. Nobody has the answers. The longer we do this, the more we have this mentality. $15 minimum wage, it's the only way we can help the worker. It's the only way we can help the worker. Nah, keep the minimum wage right where it's at. They need to work hard. It's the only way. Guess what? You're wrong. Both of you. Going back to what I said earlier, when things like Charlottesville happen, we all search for answers. We all search for connections, reasons why things have gotten this bad. Everybody after Charlottesville, whether you were a Trump voter or a Hillary voter, sat and went, how have things in this country gotten this bad? Who made this happen? And I pointed fingers on Sunday and Monday. And the reality of it is, is if we want to point fingers, everybody go ahead and turn it around and point it at yourself. Everybody. You, me, everybody if you actively participated and if you unactively participated you're part of the problem you are your unwillingness to hear the other side your unwillingness to participate and understand your unwillingness our unwillingness to see and relate to people who disagree with us. That is why we're here. That is why I don't remember the lady's name. That is why she died on Saturday and more were injured. That's how things get this bad. It's everybody who's to blame. Everybody. Everybody had a part to play in this. Whether you were active or inactive, everybody had a part to play. Like I said earlier, Trump's just a milestone on the trip of how we got here. His election isn't why. It's just a place that we passed getting here. We were on this course way before Donald Trump. That's the truth of it. Everybody has played a part into this. If you agree with Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders and think that we need to push the Democratic Party further left, you're part of this. If you're part of the people who think Ted Cruz is right, we need to put the push the Republican Party further right. You're part of the problem. If you're one of the people who thinks I have all the answers, everybody else, they don't know what's going on. You're part of the problem. And if you won't participate in any of it, you're part of the problem also. Everybody, every single person in this country, you, everybody's responsible. Everybody. We're Americans. We're fellow Americans. We aren't white. We aren't black. 
We aren't Jewish. We aren't Christian. We aren't anything. We are Americans. It's very important that you note that. It's great to be a part of these groups, and it's great to be proud of your heritage. That is fine. But there's two things to remember. You're flawed, and so is everybody else. Remember that you don't have the answers, that you're not right. Remember, nobody else does either. And why is it so important to come to that realization? You might correctly ask because they would think, well, how do we get anything done? Because if two people sit down together and they both say, these are my ideas, but I don't think I'm 100% right. And they both say that. Well, what can we do that will best work? We haven't been doing that in this country. We've been doing a lot of the back and forth. We're going to pass health care without reading the bill eight years ago. We know what's right for this country. We aren't going to try and work together. Now, what are we doing? Oh, we're trying to pass it. We're just trying to repeal it. We just we just want to get their stuff out of here. We don't actually want to think about what the best thing is. We don't actually want to work with other people and hear their ideas because we're the ones who are right. No, you're not. You're wrong. Maybe you're not necessarily wrong, but you don't have the answers. You don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. Matt doesn't have all the answers. Cassidy doesn't have all the answers. I definitely don't have the answers. We don't have the answers. We have ideas. And ideas are great. They're what make this country amazing but we need now more than ever to set aside this bullshit that conservatism is the only way and liberalism is the only way no it's not let's come together I, it, let's come together and work as a team because at the end of the day we're all Americans right we all have to live in this place together it's true so with that being said when things like this happen it's okay to look for answers to look for reasons that these things have happened But just remember, all this comes back to you're part of the problem. Let's try and fix it. Thank you for tuning in. This is my mental breakdown. We've got more coming up for you today. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be right back after a quick break and a thank you to our sponsors and our Patreon uh, supporters. We'll be right back. This is my mental breakdown. During the break, we watched a little bit of that diss track, in quotations, maybe, if that's what you want to call it. I it, it was bad. It was bad. I just... 
I'm watching on mute to read the lyrics right now. Yeah. It's still bad. <laughs> Here, here's the thing I took from it is I don't think there's enough post-production that can make that He sounded good. like he was trying to be Post Malone, like hardcore. Wait, where were y'all at when Selena left Disney? You didn't talk shit to her, but now you talk shit to me. What? Because she wasn't lighting fires in her backyard and getting sued by her neighbors. <laughs> oh, did you hear about his recent stuff? No, now I want to know. Oh, he was uh, he was egging or he was throwing eggs. Him and his dude, ten crew. Dude, you ain't Justin Bieber, dog. <laughs> Where were y'all at when the neighbors liked me? <laughs> what did it say? They all. Where wanted, were you at before the neighbors hated me? They wanted pictures, and now they trying to play me. Dude, he is. Dude, he's I, like I, he's either bipolar or just dumb. Look at he's dumb. He is that he is he's what like, was it what was it you said like on our last episode was something like he was just like certifiably dumb or something I like don't that. Know, it was something but, beautiful. As I he is just he is outstandingly stupid. Oh, this is I mean uh this is D and thanks for listening to my mental breakdown, the podcast. You're listening to My Mental Breakdown, the podcast. This episode is made possible by The Wool Exchange. You can go to thewoolexchange.shop to see a complete breakdown of all their prices and hours. This episode is also made possible by our valued patrons at Patreon. You can go visit our Patreon page to see how you can help support the show. Do it or Caleb will stab me. right back at you this is my mental breakdown i'm caleb aaron aaron and uh thank you for joining us you know i (laughs) i just got my ears pierced i wanted to do that for years yeah long long time and uh, i finally just was like you know what i have the money to do it there was a sale what the hell let's go ahead and do it i went and did it and it's the weirdest feeling i've like it's just so bizarre because with like your ears you don't think you don't really think about them being there until like you go to take your shirt off and you're just used to taking your shirt off and Mm -hmm. just like ripping it off yeah and like your earring will get caught and you're like ow that was not (laughs) that was not pleasant yeah i I, man i the last time i had my ears pierced was when i was in high school yeah um it was a while ago early early 2000s yeah you had your ears pierced, no kidding. Yeah, I had the lobes pierced, and then I had my cartilage. No shit. Mm-hmm. Wow, you rebel. I, I, I still have the I still have the the notch where it's on my cartilage. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, there, and the more you know. I didn't know that about. That's funny. I mean, that's not fun. It's just interesting. I guess would be more more accurate. Um, I was a much different person, you know, fifteen fifteen or more years ago. So that's true. That's true. But uh, thank you for joining us again. Uh, we're glad to have you with us. You know, we talked a little bit in that last segment about uh, this idea uh, that we all have a part to play in what happened over this weekend. We all, this idea that um, we 
we are right and everybody else is wrong. And you brought something up really interesting in the break uh, where you were talking about, what was it? The um, beneficial conflict. Beneficial conflict. Uh, what? Just elaborate on that. I thought that was really interesting. Oh, okay. So basically, um, beneficial. Yeah. What is beneficial conflict? Okay. okay so basically, it's um, it's the positive form of conflict. Okay. Which you wouldn't think with conflict there would be a positive. Right. But um, with beneficial conflict, you um, look at both both ideas. Right. Um. So. It basically, the simplest way I can put it is you have a common goal, mm-hmm. which this plays into everything that we have going on. We all have a common goal. The The problem is um, using that conflict, those different ideas to create this cohesive right. thing to where we can get to that goal. Right. Well, and I think it's very interesting. Um. Because so much of where the conflict in this country comes from is from the place of I'm right, you're wrong, my way or the highway type of ideology. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what a lot of this comes back to. And I'm guilty of it. I'm definitely guilty of it. Everybody's guilty of it to some extent. Well, I mean, do you think do you think it's more based on I don't want to. I don't want to classify it as like a, a generational thing, but um, ideas that I were in, I was instilled with when I was a child mm-hmm. may be different than what it is someone a decade later. I I don't know because so much of what's going on isn't rooted in I don't know that it's necessarily a generational thing I think so much of it is a belief because so much like I mean and this is the thing so much of American culture is this idea that we got it right you know what I mean we've got we've got government right we've got democracy right we've got all this stuff right yeah I mean the thing is when you compare us to other countries other countries are just like you know yeah, the United States is a well, and, mess. and and this yeah. this well, this is the one thing that I think is very important to point out. Like when you look at the United States, we actually we're probably like for the last so since seventeen seventy six since we've been established, really since the Civil War, we've been the most stable country in the world. That is true. Um, we've never really had any issues, even. Even uh, from the beginning, we've never had issues with dictators. I mean, that's a great thing that you don't have that issue with the way our government's designed. You can kind of not worry about that a whole lot. Right. Um, we don't really have these issues where, like, you know, we don't have Nazi Germany coming out of nowhere. We don't have, you know, Stalins and stuff like this. And and we have a relatively stable economy we have a relatively stable military we have a relatively stable you know all these things and it and you know you compare that to other countries where they go up and down and up and down and up and down and we've been relatively stable for the past couple decades now we, we have our bumps we have our bumps in the road but i mean and, and that's part of the, especially now with globalization you've got everybody feels them at the same time right um but I think there's something to be said because when you actually think about it, American politics is a shit show. 
I mean, it's the the fact that we have such a stable country with the absolute lunacy that's going on is an absolute act of God because (laughs) it has to be because if you look at other countries, when stuff like this is going on, they fall apart. Right. And we're still able to, you know, and some of that is for the most part together. Well, some of that's the way the country's designed. It's very, it kind of the way our constitution is written. It's, it kind of allows for that. Um, but no, I mean, that's the thing is like, you really have to acknowledge the fact our country is like weirdly able to withstand stand like a lot of crap, um, which is really impressive given the fact that our <laughs> political situation is such a mess. I, well, I mean, it, it's crazy when you watch the when you watch the news and stuff and you see all these people that work in the government itself like they're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> they're like literally leaving. It's just like, I do not want to work here. Like, you know, you would think, right. you know, for the longest time, hey, if I get a government job, that's great. You know, right. I have a government job. But then people that have a government job now are like, I don't want a government job. Well, and some of that's because of the, you know, we can get into the whole whys and all that stuff. A lot of right, that right, comes right. back to the fact that, you know, we right now have a administration that kind of wants to cut government jobs. Which makes sense that people don't feel secure in those jobs. Right. Um, but like, I don't know. I just, it, it's very fascinating to me that this stuff goes on. Um, but I mean, my whole thing, going back to what we talked about in the first segment, um, it, we really got to figure a way out to come together. I mean, that's ultimately what's got to happen because I mean, this is, this is the truth. I don't have the answers. You don't have the answers. And we all, I mean, we're all to quote cave Johnson from portal Two. I got to be honest right now. We're just kind of throwing it science at a wall. Hope seeing what sticks. Do you ever play portal Two? Uh, no, I need to hook you up with my steam account. It's total. At least watching the portal Two like quotes is totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that's what we're doing with politics. I, this, that's what we're doing with healthcare. Think about it. Healthcare. What are we doing right now? Oh, we're just throwing up, throwing shit up against the wall, seeing what sticks. We don't. We aren't really sure. This is what we we think a single pair might work. We think repealing Obamacare might work. We think this might work. We think that might work. And we we don't we don't have a clue. We don't have a clue. Stop acting like you know the answers. You don't. You know, the biggest thing I've always been told, not this, I even, I've been told at my job this, and one of the first things that I learned was, um, when someone asks you a question, don't pretend that you know the answer because yeah. don't, uh, don't bet your paycheck on it. Right. Don't be willing to bet your paycheck on something you're unsure of. Right. I mean, and this is the thing that blows my mind is like... People are so like people will go to any lengths to validate their delusion of that they're right. Think about it. People will be like, "We have the best healthcare in the world. It doesn't need fixed. The private, fine. We pay higher than other countries, and we have really bad issues with this. And our life expectancy is lower than Cuba's, which is just 
outstanding. I mean, you look at that, and the people are like, oh, no, 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 but, but people from Canada who need knee replacements, hip replacements, come here because it's shorter weight. Oh. But they have universal health care. Right. I mean, and the, and the, but that's the thing is... Yeah, I mean, the thing is, we're picking and choosing. We pick and choose what validates our thoughts because it proves that we're right. The reality of it is, we're not. We have... Ideas of what might work. Statistically speaking, you're probably wrong. But you hope for the best. You hope for the best. You hope for the best. But I mean, that's the thing is just right there. I have a great there's a great reason why we should all stop this partisan bullshit. Bernie Sanders doesn't have all the answers. Elizabeth Warren doesn't have all the answers. John McCain doesn't have all the answers. Donald Trump doesn't have all the answers. None of these people know. Nobody has the secret sauce. You remember in Space Jam where they had, what was it, Michael's secret stuff or special stuff? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I think it was, yeah. Yeah. It, it was a water bottle full of water. Yeah. It's fake. Yeah. If anybody... It's a placebo. Exactly. If anybody tries to tell you they have the secret stuff, the special stuff that's going to make it work, I have the stuff. What, hey, I know what stuff would make this work. <laughs> Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. That's actually a thing. So. That is a thing. Is but, a thing. Um, but I mean, that's the thing. Is like If anybody comes out to you and tells you, I've got the Szechuan sauce to politics, to our country, <laughs> just, just know it's bullshit. It's what it is just know that's that's what it is i i Matt, i cannot tell you i've spent most of my life i i grew up in i grew up very conservative i thought i knew all the answers mm-hmm. and then i just gradually drifted towards the middle and then i gradually drifted left as i you know move my hands to the right um i guess people watching can't see that or listening can't see that but you know, I did all those things and now I'm here and it's sad that it's taken this, but the reality of it is I don't know. I don't have the answers. I'm 23. I don't have the answers. You're 34. You don't have the answers. I definitely My dad answers. is 47. He doesn't have all the answers. My stepmom is in her early 50s. She doesn't have all the answers. My grandparents are in their 60s. They don't have all the answers. Nobody has all the answers. Nobody knows everything. Everybody, the, the one thing, the, the only thing that you can be of for certain of in this life is that you can't be certain of anything. Well, death and taxes. Death and, well, yeah. But, I mean... It just so much of what's wrong in this country comes back to this. That's why we can't work together on health care. We know what's right for the American people. So we're going to push through health care in 2000. What was it? 2009. We know what's right for the American people. So we're going to try and push through a repeal. Well, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. Yes. And. We all need to come together and work together. I swear that, like, this is, and this is the thing. You got to try and see things from other people's perspectives. Now, I will put an asterisk next to that. 
you really don't need to try and understand a Nazi's point of view. I I can very I can just go ahead and classify just Nazism's evil. I feel pretty safe in saying that. You know, capitalism hasn't resulted in the uh, what was it the Holocaust anytime recently. Neither is socialism really. So I mean, it's well, communism did some shit, but I mean, let's just acknowledge. The entire idea of Nazism is I'm better than you because my skin is white and yours. Well, you're Jewish, you're a Mason, you're Catholic, you're black, you're disabled, you're gay, you're this, you're that. If you're not white of Aryan or Nordic, whatever it is, descent, you're lesser and you're worthy of death. That's that's all Nazism is. That's evil. It's that that plain and simple. I don't have time to understand that ideology because there's it's pointless. There's no reason of understanding that. Now, I'm willing to put my my feet into the in, into the shoes of a nationalist. I'm not going to agree with you, but I'm willing to understand why you would think that way. I'm willing but we've got to be willing on the other side of that. What a liberal feel like? Why would somebody be for these things? And you've got to stop. We've got to stop acting like we have all the answers, like we're 100% right on everything. I mean, the reality of it, I'm going to be controversial here for a moment. We don't know the answers on abortion. If we knew 100% for certain when life began, we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation, would we? No, we could easily determine it. We'd be able to figure it out. Open shut case. Be that easy. Because nobody's nobody's going to sit here and be like, you know what? I'm a okay with ending the life of a human person. Any reasonable person, I should say. Right. But there's a debate. Because we don't know. We can act like we know, but we don't. We can do the same thing with, I mean, think about the economy, trickle down economics. That's, that's the one that we hear all the time, right? That's the thing conservatives love is trickle down economics. Well, it kind of worked. It also put us into a bit of a recession. So there's that. Here's how you deal deal with terrorism. Well, the way we dealt with terrorism, now we have ISIS. We don't have the answers. Neither do you. And I just think uh, there's so much of this country is convinced they know everything. You know what I mean? I mean, that's... Uh, am, am, am I wrong? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just... It, it blows me away. And and the thing, and I said this earlier, and and I was I, I was I was guilty of this over the weekend because you know I I made that post where I was I was talking about it on Facebook how I was like if you voted for Donald Trump then you helped like the election of Donald Trump is what enabled Charlottesville to happen and it's not necessarily wrong but it's not the the real reason why things like that are happening it's more of just like an event. 
or a a uh, what is it a location on the roadmap of how we got to someplace. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just part of the journey that started with I think I'm right, everybody else is wrong, so I don't care what anybody else thinks. I mean that's just how that's just a part of the ride. And we got issues. We just gotta, we do. We got to figure it out. But uh, no, I mean, and I could, I, I, I. I, I literally could go on and on. And I, I and like I said, I mean, I fell, fell for it over the weekend. I let myself get caught up in the emotion of the weekend. I really did. Um, and, and I mean, I was wrong. Now, I'm not going to take those things down. I, I don't. You just got to own it. You got to own what you do. You got to own your mistakes. That's right. And uh, and I was wrong. I was wrong. Now, I'm my observation may not be wrong. But the reason this stuff is happening way bigger than just Donald Trump. Donald Trump's a is a uh, what is it? He's a catalyst. No, he is. He's a symptom of the deeper issue. He's not. He's not the virus. He's the symptom. Hmm. And uh, he is just what happens when I mean, and, and the thing is. I really like Bernie Sanders, but the reality of it is he's just as far left. He's just another symptom. He's another reaction. I don't know. I, uh, we don't have the answers. We don't have the answers. We don't. Uh, we, we have a lot of ideas and a lot of no answers, but. Uh, when we come back uh, we're going to talk briefly I I do want to talk about this was something I did want to talk about when we come back from this break I do want to mention the Korea thing because this is the Korea stuff is always my favorite thing because we're all every I swear to God every four to eight years we're always going to war with Korea at some point we're and not at war with Korea. I, it's I just we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back you're listening to my mental breakdown so we place our order online we submit it so I order a steak burrito with double steak brown rice cheese and sour cream that's it and Zach goes and picks it up. He brings it back. We bite into our burritos. And they marked it steak. And I get it. I'm like, <laughs> you want to know what I got? White rice, a little bit, chicken and the chorizo, and then cheese, and then, like, salsa. I was like, this isn't even remotely close. It was a bait and switch. They're like, they're like standing on standing the line. They're like, screw this guy. We're going <laughs> to fuck him over today. <laughs> We're out of steak. What's the closest thing? <laughs> hey, Jimmy, don't worry about the steak. We're just going to screw this guy over with some trees up. The name's Nukem, Duke Nukem, and I'm looking good. Why? The Wool Exchange. It's where I get my dude done. If you say my mental breakdown sent you, you get a discount. Like they'll cut two extra hairs or something. I don't know. www.mymentalbreakdown.com you can go there we have article by Riley Dosh uh, was our most recent article posted on there 
Um, and she was the first transgender uh, person to graduate from uh, what was it, West Point. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she wrote an article for us. Uh, she's a really great person. Um, I'm glad that she was able to. She originally was supposed to write that for Vox. And uh, Vox told her, well, we don't need it. And she was like, well, I don't know where to post, or post it now. I kind of want to still get it out there. I was like, oh, throw it up on my website. Yeah. So, and, you know, it was awesome. So, um, but yeah, if you get a chance, go check out that article. We've got other articles. We're going to be throwing more articles up on the website. We're going to try and get more stuff going there. Um, so make sure you go to www.mymentalbreakdown.com. We've got lots of info. If you want to listen to my playlist I made on Spotify. Why don't listen. I have a playlist? You haven't given me one. You put together 25 songs. Okay. And and we'll put it, I'll put it, send me a list of 25 songs. I'll make you a Spotify playlist to throw it up. Okay. Uh, before the break, we were talking about um, I briefly mentioned <laughs> this whole North Korea thing. And I, so last week I'm at work and people are going on about how worried they are. We're going to go to war with Korea. We're going to go to war with Korea. And I'm sitting there and guys, I've been alive for 23 years. You've been alive for what? 34 years. 34. How many times have we were going to go to war with Korea in your yeah, lifetime? Quite a few times. Yeah. It's this. How many times have we gone to war with Korea? Uh, Big fat zero. Well, we went to war with them in the 70s. But since post Korea, when have we gone to war with Korea every time we thought we were going to go to war with Korea? Good point. Big fat zero. It's not going to happen. Uh, the thing that I think is really interesting. Um, hold on a second. The thing that I think is really interesting is every president, whenever like something inconvenient goes on, Bush did it, Obama did it, uh, Clinton did it, Reagan did it. Everybody's done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they always use Korea as a distraction from other things, which I always think is really interesting because it's like. Why all of a sudden are we like butting heads with Korea? Like, I know we don't have great relations with Korea, right. but it's always in any time like healthcare goes on or this goes on or man or man goes on. All of a sudden, Korea wants to launch a nuke at us. And then the day of now, nah, I think we're going to wait. We're going to see what the U.S. does. I was just, I always find it very interesting because literally everybody's talked tough on Korea. And, and I, I saw, I saw, <laughs> I saw a funny article. Um, it was from Real Clear Politics. They're a really good website. Um, and <laughs> they did an opinion piece. And the headline was Donald Trump is taking a dangerous path with Korea. And I was like, wow, what a hot take. <laughs> wow. But I it's, it, it, I just I look at this and I'm like Bush did, Bush has done this Obama did it Clinton did it uh, Reagan did it Bush did it, Bush Senior did it uh, yeah we're not going to war with Korea guys and I just think it's funny because it was like we're now Mattis is saying we're ready to go to war if they shoot a missile at Guam we're ready for all out war okay I remember last year we were going to go to war with Russia supposedly 
I look at it this way: if we're if we're not if we're not in a war with somebody, then it's a good day. I mean, we still have the Iraqi war, and well, not the other Iraqi war, the war in Afghanistan, and all that stuff. But I mean, that's the thing. It's like when people talk about North Korea. I'm like, North Korea is not a threat. If they shoot a missile at Guam, I'm like, have you ever? If you know anything about American defense, you know that any time, if, if North Korea was going to fire a missile at us, we'd shoot it down before it got there. Because, first of all, we have bases in Seoul, South Korea. We know when stuff in North Korea is happening. We're not stupid. So, all these people that are freaking out about it, just calm down. We just got to roll with the it. The one thing I can say about Trump is his military advisors are top notch. They're really good. Um, and and the, the greatest thing is, is they're obviously totally okay with like telling him no. Um, like the whole transgender thing that happened where he was like, we're going to stop the whole transgender thing in the military. And like all of his military officer or advisors are just like that's stupid all of them across the board so i mean i mean that's one positive thing you can look at now steve bannon's still there so but i mean uh the whole north korea thing man it's <laughs> it's seriously it's like a it's it's like clockwork we have an election and then what's gonna happen oh we're gonna go to war with north korea and everybody thinks World War Three is about to happen, too. Isn't that the funny part? It's because it's like, how many times in the past 10 years have we supposedly were going to go to World War Three? I mean, I've lost count. I've lost count, Matt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm 23 and I'm bored <laughs> with this with Korea. I'm just like, look, if you're going to do it, that's fine. Whatever. Just it's kind of like me and the whole Jake Paul thing. I was kind of I'm kind of bored with such that a too. dead meme, dude. I know, such a dead meme. That's why we stopped talking about it. Here we are talking. Fun fact: I was I do photography, and uh, I was doing sports photography today, and I had a middle school, um, a kid in middle school come up. I had to do a double take. He looked exactly like Logan Paul. It was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. I literally looked at him and I said, what's your name? And he told me, and I was like, ah, I thought it was Logan Paul. And he goes, oh yeah, he's pretty cool. And I was like, ah, cringe. Ah. But no, uh, it's, thank you all for joining us. Uh, this was the mostly Caleb show this week. I apologize, but um, I just, there's a, there, there's times where I have the platform. I want to use it. And you know, the way I look at it is if we're going to have this platform, we got to use it for something mm-hmm. and we got to use it for positive, for a positive reason. And I can't think of a better reason than somebody sticking up and saying, Hey, let's stop pointing fingers and let's get shit figured out because this, this, this is going to continue happening until somebody just has the balls to be like, Hey, I had a part to play in this. You had a part to play in this. So I'll be the first person to do it if I have to. So, but uh, any final thoughts, Matt? Um, 
Hmm. Rick and Morty was really good yeah, this Rick past and, week. Yeah, well, uh, Vindicators, the last two, yeah, the last, last couple two, episodes. Uh, last two episodes. I thought Pickle Rick was a little boring. Like, it was very violent. I like. I just, I didn't think it was as funny as other episodes. It was very dark, but it was good. I enjoyed it. Dark is a really good way of describing it. It was, it was very, very dark. dark. Vindicators, I liked that episode I like, a lot. I like Noob Noob. Noob Noob. I know, you've been posting on Twitter all about Noob Noob. 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 My boy Logic was in that episode. I saw that. I was pumped when What's, I saw hey, that. Hey, speaking of Logic, okay? Okay. So, um, I actually watched some, uh, I actually listened some. He's pretty some good, Logic. isn't yeah. he? Yeah. What, what, which, which album do you listen to? I just, I've only listened to a single so far. Okay. Everybody. Um, it's nice. really good. He's so good. I love Logic. But I went and saw him live last year with g Easy. And I didn't even stay for the G-Eazy part. Logic, there were like two nobodies before him, and then Logic, and then G-Eazy. I basically slept through the first two, watched Logic, and then went, all right, I'm good, and then left. <laughs> I, well, the thing is, I saw um, Logic, he was uh, with Complex. Yeah. And he, they were doing the sneaker shopping, which, you know, he's a pretty cool, he's a Seems like a pretty cool guy. Did you watch the sneaker shot? That's Complex did one too with um, Post Malone. Yeah, I saw that. Too. That was really cool. Uh, Post Malone just seems like he's a stand, like a really cool dude. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, um, we're gonna get back into a little bit. We're, we're gonna kind of take it back next week, and uh, for the live stream, we're gonna have some fun. So um, hopefully, we're gonna get to critique. Some bad news articles this week. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I, I, we keep, we always pick on USA Today. I don't know why USA Today is not a bad source of news, but like every time I see a really cringy article, it always ends up being from USA Today. Well, the Washington Post really. Is- I like the Washington they, Post. They, well, I don't know. They throw out some cringe, some cringy stuff. They usually, as far as reporting, though, break stuff. Like, yeah. re- have really good reporting. Yeah. Some of their opinion pieces I look at, I'm like... Yeah, I, I kind of... I, I saw a few opinion pieces yeah. a while back, and it's just like... The Times can be that yeah. way, too. New York Times can be that way, where I'll see some of their opinion pieces. Like, wait, wait, have you noticed... Know. Okay, so, have you... Real quick, have you noticed, like, on Twitter, whenever they post, like, a news article, and then you actually bring up the news article, mm-hmm. they want you to subscribe. Yeah, well... That's okay. annoying. It is annoying. The fun thing I can say... Is like with um, Washington Post, like if you have a EDU email, it's free, which is one nice thing. Which so I have a free I, right. I I, so I have a free uh, Washington Post. Uh, what is it? Um, subscription. Subscription, which is nice. But like the Times, I get annoyed with that because I like reading the Times. And uh, there will be time. <laughs> there will be times when I'm reading the Times, and they'll be like, "You run out." The dis- the Dispatch does that too, and that really just grinds my gears because i'm just like i get why they do it right but like it's well the thing is you're posting on social media you want exactly you want to generate buzz i don't want to be like pulling up a small snippet of an article and then have to try to subscribe i know i just if you do sign up so you can get your 10 free articles here's the thing if you do good work i will subscribe regardless i just I need to get, well, uh, I could talk about that. I, if there's one thing that I will subscribe to for sure is The Economist, because they're always the most interesting thing to read. 
Just Always love speaking. Of, speaking of reading, I actually finished a book. Oh yeah, no kidding. What'd you read? What I, <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like I'm such a such an ignoramus, but uh, no, I, I I finished a book that I didn't wasn't forced to read. Uh, oh, wow. and went, which is it's been a while. Okay, so, because I, I'm not like a, a big book person, right. but um, I finished uh, Ready Player One, and then I started reading uh, Armada. Nice. How was Ready Player One? I've never read it. It's good. Is it? It's a uh, very pop culture esque. Oh, I'm sure. Have you read Dune? I've seen the movie Dune. Read the book. It's huge, but it's just the greatest science fiction novel I've ever read. Well, the thing is, Ready Player One. It was it was pretty simple. It was only 190 pages. Yeah. So it was kind of. I short. guess you got to wind up. The it, it, it was kind of it was kind of short, but uh, Armada is. 740 yeah so all right well sweet well uh give us a update this weekend on where you're at and uh we'll be back saturday with the live stream sorry we canceled the last saturdays but you know like i said scheduling sometimes which we'll get up last uh, this last stream. Yeah, I totally thought that we had posted that already no and i was notified today that I haven't posted that yet, and I went, oh, shit. Uh, well, the thing is, I didn't even realize it until, like, I was walking in, and I was just like, so we're doing an episode. I was like, I remember putting yeah, up the other I didn't, episode. Yeah, I didn't think about it because we did it on YouTube, and so I was like, well, it's out there. And I didn't process the fact that, like, I actually didn't post the audio to SoundCloud. I don't think we really have to do much to it, though. I have to do a little bit, but it'll be all right. But thank you all for tuning in. Uh, We really appreciate it. Make sure you like and subscribe uh, because if you subscribe, that helps us. And we need you to subscribe. And the new studio is almost done. I know. We're getting really close. Uh, But thank you all for tuning in. Again, this is my mental breakdown. That's... What are you going with today? A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron. I'm Caleb. And remember, stay sane, everybody. (laughs) 